Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with This Guy. Already episode 32. And today, I'd like to continue the series I've been doing on states of the United States and talk about Delaware and Maryland today. But before I do that, I would just love to thank all of you for all the the support you have been giving the podcast. The podcast has been now heard in 76 countries. Italy, still number one, 33% of the listeners coming from Italy. So, ciao a tutti, benvenuti sul mio canale, grazie mille, grazie mille. The U.S., 28%, and from 28 different states. Uh, France, lots of support, they're number three. Germany, thank you so much. Russia, Iran, Turkey, thank you guys so much. Saudi Arabia, lots of listeners from there. Iraq, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope you have been finding this podcast helpful. I'd also like to mention the YouTube channel I started a couple weeks ago. And there is some content on there that is different from the podcast. Because, of course, unlike the podcast, I am able to show video on YouTube. So there is an episode on YouTube about the American bathroom. And I show the viewers what my two bathrooms look like and go over some very specific vocabulary that you would probably only use in the bathroom. Yesterday, I put a video up about Super Bowl Sunday and some of the traditions that surround that. And today, I talked about what I call Hangover Monday because so many people probably, so many Americans, did so much drinking yesterday for the Super Bowl that it was difficult for them to wake up this morning, and maybe they called in sick to work. In the future, I would like to do some vocabulary video. I'm sorry, some grammar videos, videos about grammar on the YouTube channel, just because I can put subtitles along with the video. So when I'm talking about words like two, two, and two, they all sound the same. I can't do that on the podcast, but since you can put the subtitles on the video, you can see what I'm talking about. I would like to do one for there, there, and there, and your and your, the differences between those words and when to use them. So if you are looking for a little more content from me, be sure to check out that YouTube channel, and I think you will find some of the stuff on there useful for your language learning.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Before I get into Delaware, I am wondering if you are enjoying this series on the states. We are working our way down the East Coast. This is the third, excuse me, this is the fourth episode in this series. And the Uh, episodes are getting as many listens as the other episodes. So I am hoping that everyone is enjoying this series, but I know that it is not everyone's cup of tea. If you remember back to the idioms episode I did, cup of tea, I know that geography or history is not what a lot of people love. So If you aren't enjoying this series and you would like me to stop it, please leave a comment on Hello Talk or on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and let me know and I will stop the series. But if the episodes keep getting listens and I don't hear otherwise, I will keep doing the series on the States. So Delaware, a very small state right in the middle of the East Coast. It is actually the second smallest state behind Rhode Island. But its nickname is actually the first state. The first state. And there is another nickname for Delaware, and that is Small Wonder. So the reason that it is nicknamed the first state, because Delaware was the first to accept the Constitution, and they accepted it five days before the second state, Pennsylvania. The slogan for Delaware, because every state has a slogan, and Some are in Latin and some don't really fit with the state's identity, in my opinion. Like, my state, Maine, our slogan is Deerigo, and it means I lead. So I haven't really been talking about the slogans. But I think Delaware's is important for their state. And their slogan is, it's good to be first. So again, they really embrace that idea of being the first state. If you see cars from Delaware, the license plates on the Delaware cars will say the first state. Because they really like telling everyone else that they are first. The population is 1 million people. 
So even though they are a very small state, their population is fairly big, one million people. The capital of Delaware is Dover, and the largest city is Wilmington. Now, if you go from Maine to Florida, which is pretty much the entire east coast of the United States, you will most likely drive down this highway called Interstate 95, or simply I-95. So Interstate 95, you can take it all the way from Maine down to Florida. And if you start in Maine, you will go near Boston. You will go through some heavy parts of Connecticut, a lot of traffic. But you will eventually hit New York City. And then you will hit Philadelphia. And then you will hit Baltimore. And New Jersey is just a lot, a lot of traffic. Baltimore, Washington, D.C. And when you think you've gotten through all of the big traffic, you hit Wilmington, Delaware, which is a large city and can have a lot of traffic on I-95. So... Um, I-95 is a popular highway with a lot of traffic, but you do hit a lot of big cities. And Wilmington is about the last big city until maybe you hit Atlanta in Georgia. So right in the like northern middle part of I-95, it is just big city after big city. And I would include Wilmington in one of those big cities. Now, the state bird of Delaware is the Delaware blue hen. The Delaware blue hen, like a chicken. And the University of Delaware, which is the college in Delaware, their mascot or their team name is the Fighting Blue Hens. So if you ever go to a football game for the University of Delaware or a basketball game, they are the Delaware Fighting Blue Hens. Delaware's state beverage is also milk, a very popular state beverage. Many of the states have milk as their state beverage. And um, Delaware, being so small, doesn't have a great deal of history. So I will end with the famous people of Delaware. And there are pretty much only two that I think might be known worldwide. The first one is Joe Biden, who was our vice president for eight years under President Barack Obama, and he is actually trying to be the Democratic nominee for president, but there are a lot of other people trying to be that Democratic nominee.
but he is one of them and he is one of the leaders right now not the only leader and there is a very big vote right now in the state of Iowa which is where the elections for president start if anybody would like me to do a podcast on how we elect our president I can but today as we speak February 3rd is a big state uh, sorry is a big day for Joe Biden in Iowa because oftentimes the candidate who wins Iowa goes on to be the nominee for their political party and I'm sorry if that was some very large vocabulary if you are just learning English but I can do a podcast on presidential elections if people would like leave a comment and the last family that is known worldwide from Delaware is the DuPont family they are the owners of the world's largest chemical company DuPont it is a 200 billion dollar company it employs about a hundred thousand people and currently it is the 35th biggest company in the US one of the largest still owned by a family but approximately a hundred years ago it was in the top 10 of companies in the United States so most of the DuPont family is very very rich in fact a movie came out about the DuPont family a couple years ago called Foxcatcher and it starred Channing Tatum and Mark Ruffalo and Steve uh, why can't I think of his name the guy that played uh, Michael Scott on The Office Steve oh my gosh I can't think of his name and I'm sure people listening are like it's the why am I thinking Carnell Steve I simply can't come up with it right now but Foxcatcher is a great movie about the DuPont family and I won't spoil it but they got into Olympic wrestling and I highly recommend the movie the Foxcatcher so that does it for Delaware and we will pick up with Maryland next and we're back Steve Carell I looked his name up during the break Steve Carell oh I'm so disappointed in myself the next state that we will talk about is Maryland Maryland and Maryland's largest city is Baltimore but the capital is Annapolis and Maryland's nickname is the Chesapeake Bay State Chesapeake Bay State because they're right along their coastline is Chesapeake Bay which is a little indention of the ocean and in Chesapeake Bay some people think the best crabs come from there in Chesapeake Bay Maryland was the seventh state admitted to the Union 
So they are the seventh state. But out of the 50 states, they are only the 42nd largest, largest state. So quite small, quite small, but quite rich. They have the second highest income of any state. And if you remember back to the New Jersey episode, New Jersey was the richest state. Now, when I was younger, I used to think Washington, D.C. was in Maryland, but it is not. If you also thought this, maybe you are more knowledgeable than I was when I was a kid, but D.C., Washington, D.C., is its own territory. They are not a state. They are just in between Virginia and Maryland, a little square. So not part of Maryland, not part of Virginia, their own territory. The population of Maryland is 6 million people. So again, pretty small state, the eighth smallest state, but 6 million people live there. So pretty densely populated. The state bird of Maryland is the Baltimore Oriole. The Baltimore Oriole. And if you know baseball at all, the team that is from Baltimore are called the Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles. So this is um, one of the first, uh, Delaware was the first, but this is one of the first former slave states we will be talking about. But for a time, slavery was legal in Maryland. And they are right on the border between the North and the South during our Civil War, the American Civil War. So many battles from the Civil War took place in Maryland because they are what we would call a border state. They didn't technically leave the Union, I don't believe, but they did have slavery at the time. And many of the battles of the Civil War were fought there. In fact, the biggest one-day loss for American soldiers happened in Maryland, during the Civil War at the Battle of Antietam where in one day 23,000 soldiers died. And you can imagine if it's a Civil War every soldier that dies is an American. So both sides had heavy losses that day and 23,000 in that one day the single bloodiest battle of the Civil War. In fact, any war that America has fought in. Now, there was another war that took place in Maryland, mostly Maryland, and that is the War of 1812. So, literally, it started in the year 1812, and it is often called the Second War of Independence, And this is not 
a history podcast, but the British government did not recognize the United States as a country after the American Civil War. So they would just, if Americans were sailing anywhere in the ocean, oftentimes the British would capture them and make them join the British Navy because they just still thought of them as British subjects. So another war had to be fought. But what is memorable about that war is that, well, the White House was burned down, but that is in Washington, D.C., of course. But from Maryland, the Star-Spangled Banner was written during the War of 1812 at Fort McHenry, which is just off the coast. And the story goes, Francis Scott Key, he is the man who wrote the Star-Spangled Banner, was witnessing bombs exploding over Fort McHenry, and that caused him to write our national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner. So, I would like to end this part of the podcast on Maryland with the famous people from Maryland. And first, I would like to talk about Harriet Tubman. She is from Maryland, and she is a former slave, and she is famous for being a conductor on the Underground Railroad. And I believe a movie just came out called Harriet, about Harriet Tubman, nominated for an Oscar, I believe. And what she did was, once she gained her freedom, she went back down south to help slaves get to the north, all in secret, mostly at night, at a great risk to herself, because she could be captured for helping slaves, possibly even be put back into slavery, but she helped a tremendous number of slaves gain their freedom through the Underground Railroad. And of course, if anybody would like me to do a podcast on the Underground Railroad, I could do that. But this is about Maryland, so I won't go into too much detail about the Underground Railroad. Another famous person from Maryland is David Hasselhoff, and I believe he gained worldwide fame back in the 1990s when he starred in the TV show Baywatch. I think he almost even had a singing career in Germany, David Hasselhoff, but he is a famous person from Maryland. Also, Michael Phelps, the famous Olympic swimmer. And the poet, Edgar Allan Poe, died in Maryland and is associated with the state of Maryland, but he was not born in Maryland. 
He just lived most of his life in Maryland. And he is famous for a poem called The Raven with a famous line from The Raven, quoth The Raven Nevermore. But if you've ever heard of that poem, The Raven, he is the author. And if you haven't heard of that poem, you may have heard of the football team called the Baltimore Ravens, who are named after his poem. So that does it for today. That does it for Maryland. That does it for Delaware. But I appreciate you tuning in yet again. Thank you for all your support, and I will catch you next time.